0: Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to This Week in Carding. It is episode number 63 on May 16th, 2023. I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean, as we are bringing you all the major news that has hit the EKN homepage over the past week. Uh, again, perfect for listening on the way to work or coming home, uh, whether you're driving around kids to sporting events or to the racetrack or listening in the shop, getting ready for the upcoming race this weekend. Again, download all our podcasts available wherever podcasts are available. Uh, All the different platforms, uh, look up EKN Radio Network or look up Karting or look up E-Karting News and you'll be able to find all our podcasts, including This Week in Karting. this episode, number 63 is presented by Margay Racing. Are you interested in renting a kart at one of the biggest karting events in 2023? Do you want to be part of the fastest growing series in the sport? Check out Margay Racing's Spec Ignite class and their Arrive and Drive packages. Nothing matches the affordability and competitive level of the Ignite program. It's just one set of tires, national-level caliber drivers, where the best driver wins over the best best equipment. Bring your safety gear, and Margay will take care of the rest. This year's Ignite majors include the WK Kart Week, Dash at Daytona, the USAC Karting Elkhart Riverwalk Grand Prix, and the Rock Island Grand Prix on Labor Day weekend. And there are five Ignite Challenge Series running around the country this season. For more information, please visit ignitekarting.com today. Get off the couch and into a race seat in 2023. So Nate, we've uh, we're just over a week from our last episode, so we're gonna, again we're staying true to our word we're going to try and record one each week so we're going to move i think on Tuesdays now cuz you'll be traveling next Monday and then of course we'll have Memorial weekend after that so we'll kind of do a do a show Tuesday after that so we'll get at least three shows in here uh or four um during the uh during the uh month of May so that's that's a good record for us going forward don't you think
1: yeah <laughs> with uh the- spotty record we've had over the spring with just how busy we've been and uh, some of us being at different events and some of us staying home just kind of been a bit hard but i think now that we're really getting into the summer months that should be a bit more consistent for everyone
0: yeah so our episode 62 on may 8 2023 that included a lot of information because we didn't record a show in april shame on us for not doing that but as you said yeah we were busy you know, I had spring break. You had multiple events. I had multiple events I went to. Rob was at multiple events as well. So a lot going on uh, to, to be to be unable to sit down and, and get a, a script together and put put some words down and and, and be able to get on the microphone and, and talk about what's going on in the sport. Well, not much is happening right now um, since the last week's show, but we'll get into uh, a couple of the, the topics right now then we'll get into where where to race this weekend. That'll be in our second segment. And then in our third segment, we'll kind of cover what's been happening on ECAN itself. So let's start with our first topic, which is the Rock the Park set for July 14th through 16th weekend. So again, this is a special one-off event that FTK Promotions and Andy Seisman has been able to put together. Uh, Last year, we were there. It was kind of called the California Rock Championship because that was the only event. Unfortunately, it was in Canby, Oregon, which is in uh, the which is the site of Pat's Acres Racing Complex. Uh, So now it's changed the name to Rock the Park, again, keeping with the R.O.K. theme uh, and the Let's Rock theme with the Challenge of the Americas that Andy promotes. But, you know, it's, you know, special one off weekends are, are kind of a good thing because, you know, Nate, you don't have to focus on championship points. It's about going out and being able to perform. And that's something that, again, have fun. And I think that's something that the Rock the Park is really focused on.
1: Yeah. And you don't get drivers who are either like second, third, or within that top five area thinking like, okay, if I can just hold on here, that's a pretty good finish for the weekend. You're going to be wanting to go for that win. There's no real, like you said, no points championship for it. It's an all or nothing race weekend. So it's nice to see that. It's the kind of same thing you see at Super Nationals, but it should it should lead to some more invigorated racing.
0: Yeah, essentially you want to be good in the heat races. That's what, uh, you know, it'll be kind of a a -A FIACIK format with qualifying heat races on uh, Saturday and then you get into pre-final and final on Sunday. So that'll be kind of the format of the weekend, including Friday practice all day as well. Uh, But the categories are a little bit different from what we've seen at the challenge thus far. We'll include the Rock Shifter, Rock Shifter Masters, along with senior masters and junior for the hundred CC divisions and the OKN category making its debut at the Pat's acres racing complex. So the Pat's is not uh, a stranger to direct drive. You know, we've seen a lot of the ICA back in the day. We also saw the formula Y and a lot of the other direct drive categories that have come up through the sport for a number of years. And so it'll be interesting to see the OKN package there and, you know, Nate, that's something we've been kind of focused on. You know, Stars Championship uh, just had their first event at the uh, the Trackhouse Motorplex for the night fight that they had uh, at well, two weekends ago. Essentially, um, that was the first OKN category or OKN race on the East Coast after the Challenge in Americas had three on the West Coast. Uh, it'll be interesting to kind of compare the Rock Shifter times to the OKN times. Uh, when we get to Pat's Acres, because it's a very tight racetrack, so I wouldn't expect to see uh, the OKN performing as well as it does at say like Tucson or um, or PKRA or even Trackhouse, where you know it wasn't that much slower than uh, the shifter carts there.
1: Yeah, especially in the opening few rounds of Challenge of the Americas, looking at times between shifters and the okn cars, it wasn't that big of a difference like you said so that should be a bit of a talking point or something to watch but like you said with the direct drive they're not new to their okn still being a very new category a couple like you said a couple weekends ago at track house with the stars night fight there brendan carr who went on to win was praising the category said it was a lot of fun to drive saying all you need is a bit more of those top guys in there and we could have a really good category saying going as far to say that he thinks this is better than X30. So those are big words coming from him. And hopefully with what we saw at track house and what we could see this weekend, some more good racing is a real uh, stepping stone for OKN in the States. Yeah. And
0: OKN actually going to start getting ramped up a little bit more in Europe. I saw with the uh, Italian championships, they're going to be hosting a OKN categories uh this excuse me this month so we'll get some more insight into that but even over there right now tm seems to be uh the leading candidate with the most uh, availability in terms of engines and parts so uh we'll continue to keep an eye on that but uh what's different for the rock the park event in terms of categories they're going to include a tag cadet division that'll include both rock and IAmi engines at the same weight so a little bit of a uh You know, kind of very similar to what they do up in the Northwest region is they run a lot of the uh, multi-engine categories in tag racing. Uh, So we're going to see that for tag cadets so that it's going to allow drivers with the IME or the Rock to compete uh, in the mini category. And then also the KZ. That's something that, again, we're kind of focused on what's going to happen in the world of shifter kart racing. Well, KZ is kind of taking over. Uh, in terms of numbers and the amount of races that it's being offered across the board, you got it. Of course, at uh, Supercard USA Pro Tour, you have it at the United States Pro Kart Series as well. Well, challenging America is saying, you know what? Let's let's get, you know, if you if you guys want to run double up and run Rock Shifter and KZ, let's do it. Let's see what uh, you know. Some of the locals are doing. You Know, majority of the locals are now moving over to the KZ power plants at the. Uh, the northwest Karting association pad holder super cup series so you know this is a way for the local drivers to to kind of take advantage and not have to be forced to r- race the rock shifter if they don't have one so again it's it's you know challenges the challenge in, in ftk promotions is kind of in a balancing act right now in terms of trying to forecast the future you know the rock shifter program was really big just a couple of years ago we saw you know well over 35 shifter carts uh, regularly for rock shifter and rock shifter masters. But now, you know, KZ is kind of getting a foothold again, once again in North America, you know, we saw that in the past, you know, with ICC, uh, and then KZ now with, uh, you know, being really the, the lead contender in terms of shifter cart with, with stock Honda and open mod and the 175 not really taking off as well too. So an interesting move for, for the, uh, FTK promotions, Nate, to, to add the KZ category.
1: Yeah, and I think when you do one of these one-off races that kind of allows you to experiment with engine packages and classes a bit more than having to have people commit to a full season and trying to get people to run that, especially on a traveling series weekend and week out. So I think, yeah, you can kind of experiment a little bit, test the waters a bit easier and not as detrimentally as you would if you were trying to do a multi-round regional series. Yeah, so we'll we'll see uh, how
0: that's uh, welcomed when we get to the Pats Acres Racing Complex on July 14th through the 16th. And we'll be there track side to uh, provide live coverage all weekend long of the event. Again, camping available all week and all weekend, including a Friday night concert following the on track sessions for Friday practice Head to challengecarding.com for all the no- notes and news and, and registration information to get yourself be, being at Rock the Park this year. Uh, the only other really update going on in the world of carding here in North America or the U.S. is WKA is changing the date and venue for the next Southern Gold Cup round. They will be changing the June 2nd through the 4th event to June 23rd through the 25th. And heading to the 103rd Street Sports Complex in Jacksonville, Florida, and that'll move the July 14th to 16th event set for Carolina Motorsports Park. So that's due to multiple scheduling events, uh, multiple events scheduled at the start of June for forcing that change for the WK program. Uh, there was one bit of news that just came in as we're as we're getting set to record was Sodi Racing USA adding pasha ali as a micro swift driver to their tent so the pk sports Sodi racing usa stable continues to grow uh adding pasha ali a micro swift driver to the to the roster and we're hearing word that they're going to be adding some dealers as well so hopefully next week we'll be able to talk about some more of the uh the new dealers for the Sodi racing usa nate as as that brand is really making an impact here in 2023
1: yeah and more on the pasha side he's been really climbing up the field uh for what events he run he was fairly strong in the scuza winner series and then his just started to has continued should say to build upon that pace and it should be interesting to see how he does on the sody cart brand sody cart still being fairly new in the u.s especially in the micro and mini categories so that Could be a challenge for them, but to be honest, I think they have a fairly decent driver to spearhead that program along with some other good ones on the national scene, so it's a big win for Sodi on that one.
0: Yeah, Pasha in a second season in the micro division after racing kid carts before that. So yeah, again, that's that's kind of what the 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 tale of the micro category throughout the country is is, is some of these drivers just slowly uh, getting more accustomed to racing at the big events and getting better and better throughout the weekend. So we'll be continuing to watch Ali and the Sodi Racing USA PK Sports operation. Uh, moving forward with that, we'll head into our first commercial break and we'll have a where to race this weekend segment after these
2: commercials. If you're a carter in the lone star state, make the jump from the club level and race against the best of the country at the Texas sprint racing series. The premier regional cart racing series in Texas is a five race program in 2023 featuring four different tracks located all over the state. This year's program kicked off at the Speed Sports Racing Park in New Caney, Texas in March with a record turnout. Next up is racing under the lights with a return to the North Texas Cartways in Denton, welcoming the series for night racing over the Memorial Day weekend on May 26-28. to 28th. The third round of the TSRS travels to the Panhandle and the newly renamed Amarillo Kart Complex on the June 30th to July 2nd weekend. A track new to the series hosts Round 4 as Rimrock Raceway in Odessa is set to make history on August 4th to 6th. The series championships will be decided on the September 15th to 17th weekend as the fifth and final round brings competitors back to the challenging Speed Sports facility in Houston. Details on the rules and class structure along with a list of the full championship prize package for the official Supercarts USA and International Kart Federation Series can be found at TexasSprintSeries.com. Powered by technology, DID racing chains have a worldwide reputation for superior quality and reliability. Meticulously engineered and manufactured in Japan, DID Genuine Parts are the world's number one original parts supplier for Japanese and European motorcycle manufacturers. A rich racing tradition where results speak for themselves, DID prides itself on engineering the most technologically advanced chains on the market to help you excel on and off the track. DID's SDH pin treatment creates an extremely hard chromium carbide layer on the pin surface that houses a soft inner core to absorb extreme shock loads. DID's 219 HTZ racing chain boasts this SDH pin technology, which leads to longer chain life, as well as excellent energy transmission to the wheels. Available in the gorgeous gold, the 219 HTZ is the ultimate racing cart chain. Pick up a DID chain at your local dealer today, because when winning is the only thing that matters, go with DID. 2023 Supercarts USA season is underway and making history in its fourth decade. A successful and record-setting Scusa Winter Series began the season in Florida, welcoming over 250 entries in January before closing out the program in February to crown this year's champions. The 14th season of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour is in progress, following the championship's first visit to the Orlando Kart Center for the Winter Nationals at the beginning of April. The attention now turns to a return to the Utah Motorsports Campus in Erda, Utah for the Spring Nationals, scheduled for June 9, 10, and 11. The Skuza Pro Tour wraps up for a ninth straight visit to the Newcastle Motorsports Park in Newcastle, Indiana for the 14th edition of the Summer Nationals, moved up this year to the July 28, 29, 30 weekend. Regional racers are enjoying a strong start to the year at both the Texas Sprint Racing Series and the California Pro Kart Challenge programs as both are in full swing for 2023 you can get all the information you need to compete at each program or learn more about the regional programs as well all available at supercardsusa.com.
0: and welcome back to segment number two for this week in carding episode number 63 it is May 16th 2023 I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean as we bring you the major news and topics that are hitting the EKN homepage over the past week. Our last show was May 8th, so we are uh, quick to uh, bring you a new update and a new podcast here on the ECAN Radio Network and a new segment. Uh, you know, Without a lot of news coming in, I, we decided to put a little segment together called Where to Race This Weekend. Uh, and this is a busy weekend. I think that's one thing we we're noticing about the month of May. Uh, it's actually warming up up here in the northern hemisphere, Nate. I, I'm sure you're, you're seeing the snow kind of finally melt away. I'm I'm going outside in shorts and mowing the lawn, so things things are warming up. That means it's race season up here in the northern part of the country. And uh, but first, let's start out with uh, Rock Sonoma Round Three at Sonoma Raceway. So they'll be getting into their third round of the season. We'll also have the Northeast Karting Challenge. They'll be at the Raceway Park in New Jersey. But the Cup Karts North America program, they'll be heading to the Kart Circuit Autobahn Division or Kart Circuit Autobahn facility uh, for their second event of the North Division. So that that's going to be a, a, a big event, I think. A lot of the, uh, the racers here in the Northern Hemisphere, you know, they went to Motors, Motorsports Country Club in, of Cincinnati and it was rainy. It was crappy weather. Hopefully this weekend while they'll be in Joliet, Illinois, it'll be better, better weather for them there as, uh, the Briggs racers here in the North are really excited to, to actually be closer to home and not have to travel South to go racing.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. That uh, was there in Cincinnati for cup carts and it was not fun. It was either cold or it was either downpouring. So not a fun experience, but yeah, um, Kart Circuit Autobahn has really been starting to step up. It seems like they're karting game more and more with more club races, more involvement outside of um their walls. They're sponsoring a class in Route 66 that we'll talk about in a little bit in one of the 206 divisions. So that's just them continuing to build their support outwards in karting.
0: Yeah, Cart Circuit Audubon just starting a new club series, welcoming public drivers again. It's it, it is a country club motorsports facility. Uh, they do have rental carts, but now they're starting to branch out with public uh, cart racing events uh, at the facility for for you know weekend warriors drivers who aren't looking to travel to big events so i think they just had their opener last weekend in terms or in in preparation for the cup cars event coming this weekend so uh we'll have to get word on how that goes but i know they'll have another one prior to the route 66 sprint series heading there as well or or other events that go there i don't think you guys go there no you don't go there that's right
1: not this year uh,
0: <laughs> i'm trying to think who's what's the other program that goes there i can't remember uh, I'll come up with something. I'll figure it out later. Uh, yeah. but it is busy in the Midwest area for sure. The ignite challenge, they're going to be kicking off their 2023 season with the opening event at the gateway cartplex. So essentially the home track of ignite Karting uh, will be welcoming uh, all the ignite racers to the gateway cartplex in just outside St. Louis on the Illinois side. Uh, so again, still, uh, not quite in Missouri, but, uh, but essentially Gateway Kartplex is considered St. Louis to, to many of those who are not uh, from there. And the Ignite program, I mean, they their Gateway local program is getting almost 100 racers uh, all the way from kid karts up to the master's division. So I got to expect the Ignite Challenge is going to be welcoming a number of drivers from different states all going to Gateway to compete in the opener for the Ignite Challenge.
1: Yeah, and... Like you said, hitting that 100 mark for the tracks that aren't like on the mainstays of the U.S. karting calendars of like GoPro and Newcastle, those club races will get a fair few more. But for those local club tracks to get over 100 is a really solid result for anyone and really solid result for them. So that's good to see that that karting community in that area is still starting to blossom a bit more. And Margay has done just so, so much for that series.
0: And and you know it's a great foothold for the for the sport itself because you're going to get drivers who will graduate. I mean you know we already know a number of drivers that have graduated from Ignite Karting to to the other categories and other series within the sport of karting or even into cars. You know where we see Evan, Evan Stommer and others moving into uh, the other forms of motorsports, getting their start at Ignite. So excited to see that. So again, this weekend at Gateway, you could see uh, for uh, future. IndyCar driver, future IMSA driver, future NASCAR driver, you never know. So that'll be interesting to see. But same thing could be said about the Route 66 Sprint Series. We know we've seen a number of drivers come up through that historic program. Nate, you will be there at Newcastle Motorsports Park this weekend to uh, to welcome in and announce the opening two round or opening round, I should say. That's right. It's only one round now of the, uh, of the Route 66 Sprint Series.
1: Yeah, a lot of a lot of change the only thing that stayed the same is pretty much that we're starting the season at newcastle and it's called route 66 but other than that <laughs> uh, a ton of new things from the tire rules to qualifying format to the like you said the one race the one final per weekend format so that should be incredibly interesting to see how that works out i'm excited to call that alongside Carter Pease, who I ran with under AMK for the longest time, just ready to get down there. Not ready for the 10, 11 hour drive, but looking forward to the weekend.
0: Yeah, it's a bit of a haul to get back down to uh, to Indiana for you guys. And yeah. and Carter, also the former voice of the Rock Island Grand Prix. So uh, we were able to uh, have him on EKN Live. So he has the experience of announcing, does a great job with a lot of the uh, the social media stuff that he works with and and his racing development side of things. So that should be a good weekend. And uh, I haven't looked, what's the weather looking like for you guys down there? Uh, I don't want to jinx it.
1: I I don't (laughs) think, I think if there was going to be rain, I would have heard about that by now. Um, Newcastle looks decent weather. It's not fully loading, but hopefully no rain. We'll just put it at that. There you go.
0: Yeah. As long as there's no rain on Saturday and Sunday, you guys will be fine. I think. Oh yeah. And, uh, and you guys are running the national layout as well. So something that the program hasn't done in a, in a few years. So again, back to basics and, uh, and a fun weekend plan for the route 66 sprint series, this weekend at Newcastle Motorsports Park. So with that, we'll head into our second commercial, second and final commercial break. And we'll kind of break down a little bit of what's been on the ECAN website and, uh, and what you can listen to and view or hear uh, and stuff that we've been able to produce over the last week. So we'll be back after these
2: commercials. Made in the USA. That's exactly what you get from Precision Karting Technologies. Based in Detroit, Michigan, PKT brings over 35 years of manufacturing experience to the sport of karting. Their passion for the sport began focusing around the kid kart platform and has expanded every year with hundreds of products designed to put you on the podium. Precision Karting Technologies is known around North America for their successful line of axles available in all age groups. PKT manufactures a number of engine products for Comer, IAMI, ROCK, Rotax, and the popular Briggs & Stratton 206. A wide variety of chassis components for the many brands in the sport are available through PKT, including hubs, pedal risers, skid plates, and other hardware for your cart. Axle straightening, chassis adjustments, engine service, and specific CNC machining projects are available through their Motor City Headquarters. To learn more about the many products and services available from Precision Karting Technologies, head to p-k-t-axles.com. What's the fastest growing category in North American karting? That's easy. Four cycle racing and the Briggs 206. And what series is taking Briggs competition to the next level? That's easy too. Cup Karts North America. CKNA is also expanding. And in 2022, they launched a new Canada division under the guidance and ownership of veteran industry member Gerald Casley, After running a successful two-weekend series last year, Cup Karts Canada is expanding to three weekends in 2023, and there is tremendous excitement and momentum. The opening race of the series is set for June 9th to the 11th at Karting-Tremblant in Quebec, and the drivers and teams will then head to Ottawa and Lombardy Raceway on July 7-9. The season finale will invade the iconic Goodwood Kart Race on the August 4th to 6th long weekend when the championships will be decided. Cup Karts Canada is dedicated to Briggs' 206 four-cycle competition with a focus on quality racing and putting fun back into sport. To learn more, connect with Cup Karts Canada on Facebook.
3: Wins in the sport's biggest races and championships in national and regional series all over the country, they're all on Nitro Kart's growing resume. Nitro Kart continues to make its statement as the best, fastest, and winningest cadet chassis on the American market. In 2021, Nitro Kart won the three biggest crowns in America in the Microsoft Division, with Mateo, Rosu in the Skuza Pro Tour, and both the Super Nationals and the USPKS titles with Keelan Harvick. At the Super Nats alone, three of the top five drivers on the podium got there on a Nitro Kart. The results are clear. If you want to win in cadet, get a Nitro Kart and join our team. At Nitro Kart, we're all about driver development. Nick Tucker and the Nitro Crew's racing resumes are extensive, and their passion for helping our kids learn is unparalleled. Racing is about consistent learning, and that's what we're all about here at Nitro Kart. Never wanting to quit, we've continued to extend the reach of our driver development program. In addition to expanding into the junior and senior karting categories, we've also launched Nitro Motorsports, which will field two cars this season in the Trans Am by Pirelli series, one being piloted by karting champion Brent Cruz. Not only can we develop your young driver, but we can also provide the platform if a move to cars is in your plan. And our second seat is available. If you're serious about your driver's career, contact us today.
0: And welcome back to the final segment of this weekend, karting episode number 63. It is May 16, 2023. I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean, as we bring you episode 63 presented by Margay Racing. Uh, all the news and notes surrounding the sport, and we're into our third segment, which is kind of the stuff that we've been able to put up on the ECAN website or or the uh um, under the umbrella of ecartingnews.com. We'll start with the ECAN editorial section of this program of this, of this segment, (laughs) uh, late, late night, last night, uh, (laughs) uh, product spotlight precision carding technologies, rear wheel hubs. Uh, they've been able to produce uh, a new hub designed for four cycle racing, uh, a 40 by 50 millimeter, uh, hub, so it's a little bit longer hub than they they've already produced. They've had a, they have a 40 by 35. So now they have two different options available. Again, that's the one thing Nate about four cycle racing. Uh, there's a lot of work to be done around the chassis because that's really where you're going to find that extra tenth or two. Uh, if it's not you yourself, the driver, (laughs) it's the chassis. Am I correct in that?
1: You're you're very correct. It's it's a bit of a pain to tune a four-cycle <laughs> cart in PKT has made it that much easier. Well, again, you gotta have different
0: options. You know, obviously you have uh, with Cup Karts North America, you have the same tire everywhere you go, but you have different racetracks. Some are tighter, some are longer, some are just you know have bad, bad uh, surfaces, some have really good surfaces. So you have to adjust based on, on all the d- different uh Uh, elements and, and conditions that you run into. And certainly, you know, short hub or a long hub, it's, it it is a bit of a change, you know, and there's different characteristics depending on the chassis that you're on and it'll be able to produce uh, whether you need less grip or more grip. Uh, So that's always uh, something, a great uh, option to have. And again, lots of different options at Precision carding Technologies, where they have a number of different components and products available for you on their new website that they've just been able to update so head to pktaxles.com for that uh we we produced the race report for the california pro kart challenge they held their second event of the season that was again at the button willow raceway park so clockwise one way counterclockwise the next time and again a lot of good racing that went on over there in california just under 100 entries for that program in the seven categories that they had competing and we also just produced yesterday the ecan driver of the month for april of 2023 aiden levy was the double winner in the ka 100 senior division at the supercarts usa pro tour winter nationals at orlando cart center nate you were firsthand for that and you said you know this performance certainly deemed to be driver of the month
1: yeah it's one of those if it's not i don't know what is because especially with the strength of that field in k100 senior for the final weekend of the stretch that they were at orlando card center so everyone's acclimatized to the track everyone knows a track like the back of their hand at that point And for him to still just walk away with it in the manner that he did was an incredible job from him. It showed his pace um, was true from earlier on in the season at the winter tour at USPKS and other events that he competed in. But all in all, just a really, really solid drive to start off his pro tour campaign.
0: Well, not to mention a spin and win. You know, he he had a spin in the pre-final. Yeah and came back and drove his way up to the front. I think he came from 14th on the grid all the way up to the front of the field in the main event, got Got just edged out for the victory on track, but was given the top step of the podium following penalties. So he picked up his first Pro Tour victory because of a penalty, but then, back, as you said, backed it up with a dominant performance, sweeping the action on Sunday uh, to earn that one wholesale uh, on Sunday, driving away, sweeping the sweeping the entire day, so it was a, a great performance. And he's just uh, he's sitting second in the championship United States Pro Kart Series, uh, just outside the top five there at the Texas Grand Prix at Speed Sports Racing Park. But defended his home turf of Trackhouse Motorplex by winning just recently the Stars Championship Series event there in the K100 division. So. Uh, Aiden certainly got uh, the momentum on his side. And I think I think a lot of it has to do with confidence. You know, it's been a couple of years that he's been in this category now, just turned 18. I think he now understands that he 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 has the confidence to be to go into an event and know he's going to be one of the quick drivers right away.
1: Yeah, that's one of the things we see with when drivers get either their first national podium or their first national win it's kind of them teetering and getting really close to it and then once they do finally achieve that it's like they're staying up there for the rest of the season it's one of those things we saw is with an extreme case of like Ernesto Rivera with him Mm -hmm. winning the Mm -hmm. Super Nationals and since then he's just been an unstoppable force in 125 divisions no matter what that engine would be even even the hundred CC stuff that oh, yeah.
0: Ernesto's been able to win at. So again, you know he's got four wins in four races at the United States Pro Kart Series. So that certainly bodes well for him. Uh, let's head into the ECAN. He was an honorable mention as well for April. I think he could be honorable mention for every single month that we've had so far. Uh, so that that kind of goes to his favor. Um, going to the ECAN podcast review. Again, this the past episode, this week in carding, episode number 62 from A8, 2023, is available for download. And also the audio version of face to face episode 70, Cup Karts North America, featuring Greg, Greg Jasperson of CKNA, along with uh Gerald Kasling or Kasling from uh Cup Karts North America, Canada. So again, get those podcasts or any podcasts that we've been on. I think we're almost we're getting close to 400 now podcasts that we've recorded uh, over our time. Uh, you can download them through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, or any other podcast outlets that you get yours. So make sure you again look for ecardingnews.com, ECan Radio Network, or carding itself. Uh, play this will be this episode of this week in carding will be playing on the ECan Radio Network on Wednesday. So all day Wednesday, be sure to listen if you're not already listening to this or any of the shows that we play on the only 24 hour, seven days a week carding channel on the wor- in the world. Uh, we'll continue to be playing our USPKS Scusa pro tour live rewinds. Uh, we'll try and mix some other things in, but we're going to have more hot seats, more first uh, face-to-face episodes coming as well on the EKN radio network. So Make sure you download the app. If you haven't already, again, you can go to app app Store. And download Ecan Radio Network, uh, Google Play as well. I believe that's one thing we're still kind of working on. I don't have. Do you know anybody with a with an Android? I everybody I know mostly has iPhones. I I really don't. Okay, it's good. So so if you have an Android, contact us. Tell us if you can get the Ecan Radio Network or not, because that, that's the one thing we. We, we hear people can't get it, but then we hear people are on it. So, so again, let us know if you can't, it will get you pointed in the right, right direction, or we'll get you uh, or get, get it fixed and, and ready right, working for you guys. Uh, what's coming up on EKN? Again, uh, I'm home all through the month of May. I might head to a race here in the next weekend or two, uh, depending on how things are going here at home. But uh, trackside, our next trackside event will be June 9th through the 11th with Rob Howden will be at the Supercarts USA Pro Tour Spring Nationals. That'll be held at the Utah Motorsports Campus in URDA, Utah. And right now, today, we're actually playing the 2021 version of the Spring Nationals from Utah. So you can listen to that on EKN Radio Network right now. Uh Spring Nationals. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting event. Again, it could be cold, it could be warm, could be windy, could be not windy. Uh you just never quite know what kind of weather you're going to get in Utah, but I would expect to see some exciting racing in the majority of the categories uh going there that weekend. Nate, what who what what category do you think is going to probably be the one to watch coming off the Winter Nationals?
1: I mean, it's still going to be X30 Senior, doesn't it? With just all of the all of the excitement and all of the hype around that class as of late, just within SCUZA for USPKS Pro Shifter 2 with the dominant performance Musgrave had on Sunday. It'll be interesting to see the KZ versus IAMI battle for there at Utah because of another thing, too, that we kind of mentioned when we were there was just how tight and technical Orlando was and that kind of suiting some Mm -hmm. drivers. Now we're going into Utah and Newcastle for the final two weekends of the Pro Tour series where it's a lot more high-speed horsepower track. So it'll be interesting to see if that suits some teams, chassis and drivers more than others. It
0: certainly is. Utah with a long front straightaway and then you have the long, essentially back straightaway with, with the bus stop. Uh, it's, it is, it's a, it's a very high speed uh, racetrack, not a very technical one. So again, uh, you know, you still got to have the right chassis, still got to make sure the right changes are being done, but I think power is, uh, is going to be key that weekend, no matter what category you're in. So the draft will be huge and, and, and and certainly the, the K categories. And then of course the cadet divisions. Uh, so if you can be able to stay in the draft, And set yourself up for final lap pass. I think that's going to be key uh, throughout the weekend in Utah. Uh, Then a couple weeks later, I will be heading to the United States Pro Kart Series. Indiana Grand Prix. That will be held on June 23rd through the 25th. That will be at the Newcastle Motorsports Park in Newcastle, Indiana. So that will be, as we said, horsepower. You certainly have to have horsepower uh, when you head to the Newcastle Motorsports Park no track layout announced yet for Newcastle for the United States pro card series. So that's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm in the favor. I love going the reverse direction at that. I know you're going to be heading there this weekend, going the national because you've guys the you know, route. 66 has gone reverse for a number of times over the last couple of years. I'm interested to see what layout United States pro card series goes with this year. Cause they've done a number of different layouts. Um, for me, again, I think reverse is going to be best. I don't know if that's what the, the direction they're going to go. Maybe they'll go back to being just on the national layout. I think that's going to be a, a, kind of a, a a telling point or not necessarily a telling point, but a turning point in terms of who's going to be able to perform well. Some people just can't do the reverse. Uh, as we've noticed over the last couple of years, yes, you're still going to have some of the faster guys, but some just aren't able to adapt to it, I think. I think. You know, do, going one direction for how many years now? You know, since 2003 that we've been going to Newcastle and you go reverse. It, 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 Nate, it throws a little mindset on, on some of these drivers because they get used to certain ways and certain things.
1: Yeah, and it's just having to learn another track. Sometimes you just have to throw away the thought that you think you know this track and just start from zero again. And maybe that's some of the issues or challenges that some people Uh, face when you go in opposite direction of a track you already know but like you said for track direction you don't haven't heard anything there's no rumblings of a certain direction more than the other of course they went uh, the regular nationals we'll call it direction from last year SCUZA went in reverse with Route 66 going national normal direction you never know maybe they'll try and switch it up because of that you just you don't know. Maybe we'll see something interesting. Maybe we'll see the return of the ski jump. Who knows? But definitely looking back forward to it.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they're going to do the ski jump. I think that's more Probably of a excuse thing. I don't know um, what. Yeah. Which direction did they go last year? I'm going to I'm, I'm going to take a look here. It looks like they went reverse. Yeah, but I don't think they did the uh, did they do the Monza? I'm trying to look back at some of the photos. I don't I don't quite remember them doing the, the Monza there. But for um, yeah, for USBks, I think they just went straight through. Yeah, so just the national layout backwards. So I think that's all they did. So, um, so yeah, again, I, li- I liked it. I, and I think it it, it adds a different um, element in terms of racecraft because you're drafting at the beginning of the lap rather than at the second half of the lap like you do in the normal national direction. Um, so I, maybe that's a different game changer as well too, because it's hard, you know, I think racecraft. I think we saw, you know, contact a little bit more contact than we typically see in the back part, you know, cell tower section, because you're coming up into the final few corners. It's like, Hey, I got to make a move now, or I'm not going to be able to make it happen to where, when you run in the normal direction of national layout, you can get through the cell tower draft your way and then make the move at either I 70 or draft to the checkered flag. So It certainly has a different uh, game plan for drivers in uh, in which direction they do go or which track layout they're going to go with. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, We'll have to keep an eye out. And of course, we'll let you know once we know uh, which direction they're going to be heading in and what track layout they're going to be heading into for the June 23rd through 25th event. So uh, with that, any closing remarks, Nate, as uh, you get ready to head down to Newcastle yourself for the Route 66 program?
1: i looking forward to the drive.
0: <laughs> hey, you'll be able to work. I mean, right. Or you just are you are you are you behind the wheel the whole way?
1: I'm behind the wheel for at least half of it.
0: So you, do you prefer that or do you like being a passenger?
1: I'm see, I can sleep pretty much anywhere so i am a okay being driven to racetracks so <laughs> but heck. i'm i'm 44 years old literally i can it, when we went to
0: mid ohio i fell asleep in the passenger seat as soon as we got to the gate so <laughs> <laughs> as my dad drove home it was amazing and but uh, that's something like my none of nobody in my family my my wife or my kids they cannot sleep in cars and i'm like dude you, you guys just don't know man sleeping in a car is the greatest thing of all time just i guess they just out. haven't I, th- I guess they just haven't been to the racetrack enough. Maybe that's what Fair. it is. All no, right, Nate. Well, congrats or not congrats, but uh, safe travels for you as you head down to Newcastle. And uh, again, thank you everyone for tuning in for another episode of this week in carding as uh, we'll have another one for you next week and give you some more news and notes as I'm sure there'll be some, uh, some breaking news or other things coming on as uh, we get closer and closer to the month of June. So more things are going to start to amp up here. Uh, for the season it's kind of the the rest season right now for the sport of karting here in uh, North America so with that thank you again for tuning in and until next time